from Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Hello there, I'm Graham VK4 Baker Baker with the WIA National News. Buy, swap, sell and wanted. Now, it has been noted that there's an increase in operators discussing buying and selling of equipment on amateur radio frequencies. This is being done by operators holding any class of licence. You need to know this is a breach of Australian law. Haggle, discuss or bargain face-to-face or even on the telephone, but not on air. Be responsible. Act now. Are you planning to communicate with a small satellite or CubeSat? ACMA have recently put up a self-help guide aimed more at the people organisations without ham radio licences, but all should read and take heed. Small satellite CubeSat design has brought with it dramatically lower construction and launch costs, enabling a larger range of organisations to participate in the satellite industry. Organisations such as universities, research bodies and start-up companies that previously found it cost-prohibitive to launch their own satellite can now build and operate satellites for a range of communication, earth observation and space exploration purposes. What do you need to do before launching or communicating with a satellite? Talk to ACMA about your requirements and what you need to do. The Australian Space Agency administers additional Australian regulations under the Space Activities Act 1998, which apply to the launch of a space object from Australia and the launch of an Australian space object from overseas. Please contact the Australian Space Agency for further information about how these regulations apply to your space activity. The ACMA carries out compliance activities to ensure that radio communication activity in Australia is undertaken legally. It is an offence to operate a radio communications device in Australia without a licence. When this occurs, the ACMA is authorised to issue fines or, for serious offences, commence criminal prosecution. Operating a satellite without approval may cause interference to existing services and you are also at risk of receiving interference to your own satellite which of course could result in mission failure. You can read more on acma.gov.au. The WIA is and has been sponsoring several special event call signs that are available between now and the end of 2018. There are some time slots available for operators to make use of the call signs to commemorate the special events. Please note that each of the call signs are advanced grade and an advanced operator will need to make application. The three events are as follows. The WIA commemorating Region 3 of the IARU 50 years of operation with the call sign VI50IARU3. This event is currently running and will continue until the end of August 2018. The event also involves all Region 3 amateur radio country representatives. There are August time slots available for VI50IARU3. September will be the 100th anniversary of the first radio contact between the Marconi station in Wales and with AWA's Mr Ernest Fisk from Sydney, Australia. This event will be using VI hashtag Marconi special event call signs. The event will run from the 1st of September to the 30th of September. On November 11 this year, the 100th anniversary of the Armistice Agreement that ended the hostilities in World War I. This is the culmination of the WIA-ANZAC commemoration that the WIA facilitated.
the event will make use of two special event call signs, VI hashtag LWF and VI hashtag Peace. The event will run from the 3rd of November until the 11th of November, and the time slots for this event are just 24 hours. There is more information relating to these events on wia.org.au, and should you wish to participate, please email vk3dac at wia.org.au. Across Australia, from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service, which can be heard in the ACT and Canberra region through our Mount Janini repeaters on 146.950 and 438.050, every Sunday at 0900 local. On behalf of the Canberra Region Amateur Radio Club broadcast team, this is Amanda. VK1WX. This is Greg VK2GPK, one of the directors of the WIA, with this week's edition of the WIA board comment. This week, my focus will be on the finalisation of the WIA LCD submission to ACMA and the final feedback survey used to ratify our submission. Earlier this week, on Monday to be specific, the WIA submitted its response to ACMA, that is the Australian Communications Management Authority consultation document, regarding potential variations to the current LCD, that is the 2015 Radio Communications Licence Conditions, parentheses, amateur licence, end parentheses, determination. This is a relatively rare periodic opportunity to update and improve the licence conditions for which the WIA has historically provided input for changes over many decades. In June, the WIA sought the response of the amateur radio community in relation to the draft document. The 2018 LCD submission is the non-trivial result of four years of effort by WIA volunteers, including multiple surveys. The WIA, in the compilation of these final documents over that time, considered a large number of both member and non-member inputs and responses to the surveys carefully. However, it must be stated that the submission represents a composite view that won't please every radio amateur, as a number of the suggestions were mutually exclusive. As wisely stated in John Lydgate's proverb, you can please some of the people all of the time, you can please all of the people some of the time, but you can't please all of the people all the time. However, the feedback from the survey, we believe we achieved a compromise that met with the overall approval of the great majority of respondents. Some highlights are, even though the survey was only open for two weeks, there are over 500 responses from around Australia. The details are, total survey respondents, 501. Of the five questions that were proposed, the support for general principles got 96% approval. Support for foundation licence conditions change, 83%. Support for standard licence condition changes, 88%. Support for advanced licence conditions change, 95%. The main respondent group was for advanced licence amateurs, being 74% of the respondents. And we had good representation and correlation with licence numbers in all VK call areas. 382 of those respondents left their email address for further information about the submission. There were hundreds of supporting comments to each of the five submission questions. 
Whilst I don't have time to elaborate on the detail of our LCD submission today in this broadcast, it will be available as well as the survey results on the WIO website. Please take a few minutes to read it. If you haven't done so already, it's your hobby. It won't surprise many that evolving the foundation licence conditions was an area of keen interest in the input we received from the radio amateur cohort, particularly in making this entry path more relevant to newcomers to the hobby, but without making the entry technical hurdle too daunting. The WIA is actively lobbying to get these LCD changes across the regulatory abyss for all amateurs in Australia. There is absolutely no certainty that any of our proposals will be granted by the ACMA. Indeed, the ACMA have already replied to the five-year Spectrum Outlook submission. They have indicated that they are unlikely to accept many of the proposed changes, even though these changes would align Australia with the current IARU and or ITU international planning and agreements. You are encouraged to lobby the ACMA Direct and also lobby your local federal member in support of these important changes that directly impact your hobby. Greg, VK2GPK, on behalf of the WI Board, thank you. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. International news with thanks to IARU, RSGB, SARL, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, ARRL, Amateur Radio Newsline, RAC, NZART and the worldwide sources of the WIA. I'm Jason, VK2LAW. New team to monitor airwaves in Great Britain. The Radio Society of Great Britain is making changes in how operator behaviour gets monitored. There, an official team of volunteers that has been reporting problematic on-air behaviour and equipment issues is being disbanded. The Radio Society of Great Britain, the RSGB, has long relied on the efforts of the Amateur Radio Observation Service for second opinions on a variety of these issues and has decided to refocus on how to address these important operating matters. During the next few months, the Society will convene a new team called the Operating Advisory Service, or OAS. OAS participants will monitor the bands for such misuses as callsign pirating, abusive repeaters and on-air harassment of amateurs. Announcing the change, the Society said it had taken a hard look at the previous way of doing things and decided to give the new team responsibility for developing written recommendations to be published on the website. The team will concentrate on ideas for best practice. The RSGB noted that this change does not have any impact on Intruder Watch, which is the society's portion of the overall IARU monitoring system that reports on non-amateur signals that are heard on the HF amateur bands. From the USA, the FCC has issued a Notice of Apparent Liability proposing to fine KC5CSG $18,000 for apparently causing intentional interference and for apparently failing to provide station identification on amateur radio frequencies, the FCC said. In the wake of complaints, FCC agents visited the area, tracked transmissions on 146.130 MHz to KC5CSG's residents and monitored them for up to seven hours. 
The agent reported hearing music on 146.130 MHz and warning other amateur operators that the local amateur radio club would not be able to conduct their net later that day. That evening at a location near the local W5BII repeater, the agent said KC5CSG began transmitting an amateur digital radio signal from a handheld radio in his vehicle, disrupting the net and failing to identify. Subsequently, the agent, accompanied by a deputy from the sheriff's office, confirmed that he possessed a radio capable of operating on 146.130 MHz. Audio recordings captured by the agent demonstrate the intentional interference ceased as the agent and the sheriff's deputy approached the vehicle, the FCC said in the Notice of Apparent Liability. Ruth Willett, Kilo Mike 4, Lima Alpha Oscar is 2018 Hiram Percy Maxim Memorial Award recipient. 19-year-old Ruth Willett, Kilo Mike 4, Lima Alpha Oscar of Cana, Virginia, was named as the recipient by the ARRL Board of Directors. The Hiram Percy Maxim Memorial Award is given annually by the board to a radio amateur under the age of 21 whose accomplishments and contributions to both amateur radio and the local community are of an exemplary nature. Ruth, who earned her technician class licence in June 2015 and upgraded to extra in May 2016, was instrumental in re-establishing the Amateur Radio and Electronics Club Kilo 8 Hotel Papa Sierra at Kettering University in Michigan where she is a junior pursuing a double major in engineering physics and mechanical engineering while maintaining an A average. Back in May, she was presented with the Radio Club of America Young Achiever Award and last spring she was the keynote speaker at the 32nd Annual SWO DXA DX Dinner, held in conjunction with Hamvention, where her topic was experiencing the hobby of a lifetime. The Hiram Percy Maxim Memorial Award, which includes a cash award of $1,500 and an engraved plaque to the recipient, is intended to provide a tangible reward to those deserving young amateurs who contribute their time, skills and energies daily to their commitment to amateur radio. As models for their peers and inspirations to us all, these fine young people are highly visible boosters of amateur radio awareness. Broadcast quality audio processor donated for news. Those of us working in the broadcast world know the name Optimod. Well, now Auburn Labs has donated a state-of-the-art audio processor, the all-digital 9300 Optimod AM, to the ARRL. Orban Labs Vice President of Business Development Mike Pappas, Whiskey 9 Charlie November, arranged for the donation with the intention of improving the audio quality transmitted by W1AW during its evening phone bulletins. The 9300 Optimod AM is used worldwide at broadcast stations that want the best possible sound. Whiskey 1 Alpha Whiskey station manager Joe Garcia, November Juliet 1 Quebec, installed the 9300 Optimod AM into W1AW's audio chain and after making necessary setup adjustments and working with instructions that Pappas provided, he determined that overall average modulation had increased and audio clarity was improved. For WIA National News in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. Across Australia, from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. In the Hunter Valley, it's relayed on 146.775 MHz and 3.565 MHz. At 9.30am, 
and 7.30pm Sundays. On behalf of Westlake Amateur Radio Club Incorporated, I'm Greg, VK2CW. Ham Radio Operational News, it's a contact sport. I'm Felix, VK4FUQ. All major Australian contest rules and results are on the contest section of the WI website. The SARL Wild Sprint. The 2018 SARL Wild Sprint will take place on Thursday the 9th of August from 1200 hours to 1400 hours UTC. It is a phone contest on the 40 metre band and exchanges RS report and YL or OM. August 11-12 VK Remembrance Day Contest. August 18-19 Worldwide Lighthouse and Lightship Weekend. August 25-26 VK Alara Wild Contest. D-Star QSA Party 2018 D-Star or Digital Amateur Radio QSA Party Global Event will take place between September 22nd at 000 hours UDC and September 24 at 24 hours UDC. The format of the party will be the same as in previous years with the goal of encouraging D-Star operators to communicate with as many other operators across the world via D-Star repeaters. October 6th Worldwide Oceania DX Contest Get your park on a new North America WWFF Park event. Three WWFF countries have joined together for Get Your Park On. A North America WWFF Parks event that coincides with Earth Science Week activities around the globe. Purpose. Get as many parks as possible in Canada, USA and Mexico on the air from October the 14th to 20th, 2018. And hundreds throughout the world calling in to log as many QSOs as possible with those parks during the event. Thailand, HS. In celebration of the 50th anniversary of the IAA Region 3, members of the Radio Society of Thailand are QRV as HS50 IARU until October 31. Brunei V8 Members of the Brunei Dar es Salaam Amateur Radio Association are QRV with Special Events Station V850 IARU until October 31 to celebrate the 50th anniversary of IAA Region 3. QSL via V85TL Australia VK. The WA has been able to secure a special call sign VI50IARU3, which will be on the air until the 31st of August, to celebrate the 50th anniversary of the IARU Region 3. Christian is operational as D44EK from Sal Island in the Cape Verde archipelago from the 23rd of July to the 7th of August. QSL is home call M0UPL. Radio Caroline 2018 The Martello Tower Group are once again running a special event station GB5RC from the Radio Caroline ship the MV Ross Revenge, 3rd to the 5th of August. GB1NHS Permanent Special Event Call Sign This unique permanent special event call sign is being looked after on behalf of the National Health Service by Paul Devlin, G1SMP. Paul has plans to put the call sign to good use promoting both amateur radio within the NHS and NHS initiatives using amateur radio. 9X Rwanda De-Expedition Members of the Italian DX team will be active as 9X0T between September the 27th and October the 10th, 2018. Activity will be 160 to 6 metres using CW, SSB and RITI. RITI will only be on 14.084 kHz. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix VK4FUQ Inningham. You are listening to VK1WIA and the broadcast of news and information.
At 10.30am and 8pm each Sunday, it is carried by the VK3BWI network through VK3RMM Mount Macedon, VK3RML Mount Dandenong and VK3RMU on Mount St. Leonard. Check it out. I'm Barry Robinson, VK3 Papa Victor. Take a look at some of the early radio equipment used by our army. Hello, I'm Bruce, VK3 Triple F from sunny Bendigo. This is the old Hammond receiver and transmitter used in World War I. Worldwide special interest groups. Defence. On the front cover of Amateur Radio magazine for this month are some photographs of military radios, many no doubt used during the AM and CW on Anzac Day event, which, under the guidance of VK4MIK, Mike Patterson, who came up with this great idea a few years back. In this week's text editions of the WIA National News is a link to a YouTube video, a now declassified World War II Manpack Radio instructional film. These recently captured German radios are a far cry from the early American models we've just seen, and a lot better. It's worth a view, and it's amazing how much and how little has changed. Worldwide special interest groups, digital. Significant changes in store for FT-8 and MSK-144 with WSJT-X version 2. WSJT-X co-developer Joe Taylor, K1JT, has announced that major changes are coming to the FT-8 and MSK-144 digital protocols when WSJT-X version 2 arrives in a few months. Taylor said version 2.0 should be ready for prime time by January 2019. Much of the necessary programming is finished, Taylor said in a post to the Packrats Reflector. Many of the new features have been tested on the air and we find them to work well. Taylor was quick to point out that the new capabilities are not yet publicly available, not even in beta form. He said that he, Steve Frankie, K9AN and Bill Somerville, G4WJS, have been developing enhanced versions of the MSK144 and FT8 protocols that extend the message payload to 77 bits. Do not rush to download something, he cautioned. There is more testing and code optimization to do. He said current plans call for a beta testing period, probably starting in mid to late September, with a full release possible a couple of months later. WW Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. AMSAT EA will be on air on all available satellites with the call sign AM1SAT from September 10 to 17 to celebrate IBA Radio 2018-4 Radio Communications Fair, the biggest ham party event in Spain and Portugal. The event will open its doors during the 15-16 weekend. Main grid will be IN70, but others will be activated as well. AMSAT Oscar number administrator Bill Tynan, W3XO, steps down. Citing poor health, AMSAT Oscar number administrator, the individual who confers the alphanumeric designators on amateur radio satellites, has stepped down from the volunteer post after granting numbers to qualifying applicants for more than two decades. 
I want to thank Bill for his many dedicated years of service to AMSAT, said AMSAT President Joe Spear, K6WAO, who named AMSAT Vice President Operations Drew Glassbrenner, KO4MA, to succeed Bill. Ever since the launch of Oscar 1 in 1961, it has been traditional for amateur radio satellites to carry the name Oscar for Orbiting Satellite Carrying Amateur Radio, Spear explained. Oscar satellites are customarily referred to by hyphenated names, the first selected by the builder, AMSAT Oscar 7, abbreviated as AO7. Spear called Oscar numbers a proud tradition of amateur radio, one that we hope to keep going for many years to come. A past AMSAT president, W3XO, was licensed in 1946 initially as W3KMV. He requested W3XO in the 1970s because it was the call sign of Washington, D.C.'s first FM broadcast station in the experimental years. WW Special Interest Groups ILLW, ILLW and even older lighthouses. A few weeks ago, the International Lighthouse Lightship Weekend team received an entry for this year's ILLW event for a lighthouse built in 1747 at Skagen in Denmark. And the comment was made that this was possibly the oldest lighthouse which had participated in the event. This record has now been well and truly broken by a lighthouse on Lindau Island in Lake Constance, Bodensee, Germany, which was built around 1180. It was a fortified tower that protected Lindau for centuries and is reported to have also served as a lighthouse. It was replaced as a lighthouse in 1856 by a lighthouse located on the West Mole at the entrance to Lindau Harbour. Both structures feature in this year's event as the 300th entry. Entries are rolling in daily with 55 from Germany, 46 from Australia, 40 from the USA. Some entrants have been in the event for many years, including some continuously since 1998. One entrant in Australia has had to walk 18 kilometres to get to his lighthouse and carry all his gear on his back. It's this kind of detail where we, the ham community, miss the journalistic skills of Silent Key VK3PC Jim Linton, who as well as heading up AR Victoria and being secretary of the WIA, also kept WIA News well informed on ILLW. WW Special Interest Group's Radio Amateur Old Timers. Hello everyone, this is Clive, VK6 Charlie Sierra Whiskey, Reminding you that tomorrow is the first Monday of the month, time for the Radio Amateurs Old Timers Club of Australia's August Bulletin to go to air. This month, Ian VK3JS will be giving us all the latest club news, together with two interesting items, one on quantum radio, a new communications medium which works where ordinary radio waves cannot, plus another on ever-slimmer phones. Everyone, REOTC members and non-members alike, is most welcome to tune in and to join in the callbacks afterwards. The broadcast originates in Melbourne at 10am local time on the VK3 REC 2 metre repeater with simultaneous relays on 1825kHz and 7146kHz. 
at 0100 UTC for Eastern States listeners. Hans VK5YX will transmit the program on 20 meters on 14.150 megahertz. At 0200 UTC for West Australian listeners, the program is transmitted simultaneously on 7088 kHz and via the linked repeater network. At night, the broadcast is repeated at 2030 hours Melbourne time on 80 meters on 3650 kHz. In Tasmania, at 19.30 on the VK7RAA and 7RTC networks, plus a TV presentation by Tony, VK7AX, at 20.30 hours Tasmanian time. From Tuesday, you can download the audio file from the club website at www.raotc.com org.au, where you'll also find full details about our club. So tune in tomorrow for the August RAOTC Bulletin. 7-3 from Clive, VK6CSW. Thanks Clive. This is Bruce, VK3FFF. Let's have a look on VK1WI National News at the social scene. August 25-26 in VK6 NCRG, the Hamfest Weekend. August 26 in VK2, Sarkfest. September 8 in VK4, Sunshine Coast Hamfest. That's at the Wombai School of Arts at 9am. September 9, VK3, Sadark Hamfest and Comms Day. September 21-23 in VK4, the Central Highlands Amateur Radio Club's AGM Weekend at Lake Maraboon. September 28 to October 1 in VK4, the Cardwell Gathering. Now till next we meet, I'm Graham VK4BB. Walk softly. From Australia, this has been VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service. On RF, we thank our rebroadcast team and you for listening. And remember, internet streaming and text of this news is available 24-7 at wia.org.au.